I'm your host, Kaylee, and I love my career as a venue manager and now owner. I'm a glutton for punishment, coffee addict, and an ambitious leader. I've seen and done some unglamorous things in this chosen career path, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Let's talk about the ups and downs of venue ownership, and I'll fill you in on the crazy stories, give you some knowledge on the nitty gritty details, and share my passion for this industry. Stick around, and I'm sure you're going to understand why operating a venue, although rewarding, is elegantly unglamorous. So Halloween's right around the corner and I am such, I'm so basic. I love fall. I love the cozy, just weather. I love sitting on my porch, drinking coffee or tea and just listening to the leaves. I love decorating my porch. Guys, so basic. I just love fall. I love fall weddings in general too, but I am so burnt out. Like I'm done. I need a vacation and I leave in a couple weeks to go to Vegas for the wedding MBA. If you're going to be there, I hope that I see some people from the Facebook group that I'm a part of. I would love to like schedule a little time to like dinner or something to just talk about being venue owners. I just, I want to find people who know what I go through. I want to be friends with you. I want to grab drinks. And my husband and I are going and I'm so excited. This is his first time flying. (laughs) Isn't that so cute? So this is his first time um, actually being on an airplane. And I think he's probably a little bit nervous, but we're from Indiana. We don't really travel very far. We we're getting older. Guys, I'm pretty young. So I disclose my age. I'm 29. My husband's a year younger than me. Um, and we've just been raising kids all our lives. We really haven't had the time to travel. Now I've traveled before. I've actually went to the wedding and BA before, but he stayed home with the kids because he's the best house wife I know. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, it's just, I'm super excited to go. There's going to be some great speakers. And I don't know about you, but every time that I go to the WNBA, wedding MBA, I say WNBA, but then I'm like, doesn't that women's major league basketball? major basketball association or something like that. Guys, I'm not a sports person, but I say that I'm like, I don't like that word. So I go to the wedding MBA, um, you know, all the time. And when I go, I feel so inspired. Like I feel so just ready to tackle the world and I come back energized and recharged and like ready to make improvements. And it's a great time because it's in the fall and that's when things start to slow down a little bit. It's actually going into winter. So November to December, we're kind of slow. Like we've got some events, but and it's in the middle of the week. So I can fly there and fly back and get back in time for a wedding. But it's just one of those things where, I have so much fun and I learned so much things and I come back and I'm ready to make some improvements and changes to the business. It's a great growth opportunity, inspiration. And I desperately needed at that time because after getting through a rough wedding season, I'm usually ready for Vegas. Hello, it's Vegas. And then two, 
I like being around people who know what I've gone through and know what I'm dealing with. So yeah, I hope to see you guys there. And if you haven't got tickets, you need to. I, they did virtual last year. I don't know if they're doing it this year, but um, it's just a great time and a great learning experience. So hope to see you there. Let's dive on into this week's episode. So this week is defining services again. And, but it's a little bit more in depth. It's about pricing either packages or pricing a la carte. So packages are usually set and have very little modification by the client. Then a la carte is really, they pick and choose what they want to do. And I have did done this type of business model and services so many times. Like I've done the a la carte and I've done the packages and here's my thought on them. Based on your clientele and based on what your clients are needing, decide what they need first. When we first started, I was doing a la carte. I was letting people you know, our rental was pretty set. That was a package. You got the rental for one day from this time to this time and included tables, chairs, and set up a floor plan and clean up except personal belongings. Then they would a la carte everything. So they would be able to bring in their own catering, their own bar service, their own, like they were doing that themselves. And then I was a la carting other things too within the service. So I was like, oh, you want that backdrop? Okay, that's $150 for that backdrop. Oh, you want, you know, um, cake cutting service? That's 75 cents per person. That's additional. Oh, you want that? It was like adding things together based on the service provided. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. Here's an issue with a la carte. Clients can see it as being hidden cost. They see it as being a hidden cost. You might not hide it, and you're probably super transparent on the pricing, and you might have like a like a booklet or something that they can look through. I hope you do. Um, but it can be considered hidden cost because clients aren't paying attention to it. They're not looking at... They're not considering, oh, well, I didn't know that if you were going to provide a golf cart to drive us back and forth to the ceremony, that was going to be additional. And that's an a la carte service that we add on or decline. So they think that's a hidden cost because they don't recognize that that's a choice that they have to make, either yes or no. And they either pay for the service or they don't pay for the service. They think that sometimes they just think that they have to do it. And a lot of times I will talk a client out if they think it, if they get apprehensive, I can feel the energy change on them. And I'm like, you know, if this isn't going to fit in your budget, then you don't have to do it. Like this is just an add on option. This is out of convenience for you, but not necessarily required. Um, so that's what a la carte is. Now we used to do, when we did catering, we did a la carte, right? So this is how this went. A client each 
entree item had a price. So an entree was like $6.50 to $7.50 per person. Then each side item had a price. So you had green beans that were like $2.50 per person and carrots that were $1.50 per person and mashed potatoes that were $3 per person. And so they could build their own a la carte menu based on the items that were listed. And it was great for those who wanted to create and make their own and really had the creativity to do that. But recently I stopped doing a la carte menus and I stopped doing a la carte service in general because this is explained at the, um, this is, this is explained at the uh, wedding MBA. I can't remember who the speaker was, but the less choices that they have to make, the easier it is for them to plan their wedding. Duh. <laughs> like, duh. And the less slimy you look as a salesperson. Really. It's less slimy and less hidden cost that they're thinking about. So a lot of times I, you know, I was told in one of these, you know, conventions that leave it to three, leave it to three options. They can have three options. So I stuck with the number three fairly often. So you have a Friday or you have a weekday rental, you have a Friday, Sunday rental cost, and you have a Saturday rental cost, three options, right? You need to have a Friday, Sunday, you can have it on a prime season Saturday, or you can have it on a weekday. Three options. Then with catering, I had three packages. You have a one meat option, two meat option, and a three meat option. One side for each and one starch for each and one salad for each. That's it. Those are customizable menus where they can pick what entree they want. They can pick what, you know, side they want, but they can only have one. So they, they have a little bit of flexibility on that, but I designed it to be in a package where you pick what one you want. Then I have crafted meal packages because these are, these, these meal packages are my major sellers. So I have a barbecue dinner package. I have a taco bar and I have a pasta bar. They're a buffet and they are set in stone. You can't change anything out, but I have three options of a crafted meal. You say, I want to do barbecue dinner and that's what we serve. There is no guessing. There is no arranging. This is for some, the people who are like, I want it super simple and I don't want to have to think about anything. I just say, I'm going to do barbecue dinner and it's done for. You don't have to think about what type of chicken you want to serve. Um, and then bar packages. I have, this is the hardest one because it was harder for me to make this into three options. So I did two full service options where liquor and beer and wine were free for one. It's like we open up, up everything and then we have like a house option. We have five different type of liquors that you can choose from. So there's two full service option. There's two partial bar options. So you have unlimited beer and unlimited beer and wine. And then you also have um, the uh, cash bar option. So you have cash bar as well. And there's some a la carte stuff. So if they wanted to add in wine slushies or if they wanted to add in margaritas or something like that, they could, but they got to pay per gallon for that. And um, most recently, I actually built in the cost of security and bartenders into those per person costs of bar service. 
because I wanted to rid the line item. I wanted to get rid of that hidden cost. I just wanted to make it one package. That's it. You don't have to think about how many bartenders you need. You don't need to think about the security add-on. It's just built into the cost. And we pay for it, but you in return pay for it through the package price. It's a little bit higher than normal, but that's what it is. So what do I like about the packages? I like that it's simple, it's easy, but it's not right for everybody because we found as we were starting to do go through the business, probably about year three, we were finding people wanted an easy planning option. They, they were going to us because we had the bar service. We had the bar, or sorry, we had the catering. We had the bar service. We had the rental. We had the linens already for the tables. We had the tables and chairs. They were coming to us because everything was almost done for them. They really didn't have to think about much of that. Um, they booked us and they knew it was done. They didn't have to find a caterer. They didn't have to find bar service. They didn't have to go to a rental company. They had to do any of that. So that's what I was like, well, if they want it easy, I can make it easy. I could just make it a package and they can just choose a package, right? And then you're done. It's super easy. Now there's some people, but I had to, so keep in mind, some people want to have some kind of customization to re uniquely reflect their day and re uniquely be their own. So that's why I left those traditional packages of meals where you choose an entree side and starch. They have a little bit of customization there. Now, a lot of people will ask me to pay per keg per bottle of wine for a bar. I don't do that. I don't do that because I'm not refunding kegs to you and I'm not refunding bottles of wine to you. I don't even want to think about it. I got too many events to even think about how many kegs you went through. We make it unlimited. I order 15 kegs and they stay in my cooler all the time. I have tons of kegs in there and I know I'm not going to run out. So don't even worry about running out. You don't need to order per keg per bottle of wine. It's just a package. It's unlimited. You go for the package. That way you're not stressing about how many kegs you need and how many bottles of wine your guests are going to drink. It's just a package. It's done. It's over with. You pay per person. You have to think about it. So I like the package option. I think that fits me well too. It, may, it helps organize my business and helps it keep it simple. It eliminates a line item on an invoice. It's less that I have to remember, you know, of this is your entree. This is your side. This is your starch. This is all your stuff that I have to line item and price out. And there's so many details that go onto an invoice. Don't have to do that anymore. I can just pick a package, type in what they want in that package. Or if they're doing like a crafted meal, a barbecue dinner, pasta bar, I just pick that one and I'm done. I set their head count and that's it. So it's so much easier on me. It's so much easier on the simplicity of the planning process for the client and it really does benefit both of us. So that's why I like packages. And it works well here in the Midwest because people are looking for easy planning. Now, if you're in California or if you're in New York, you're probably going to go more for an a la carte customization, like a, like a customizable rental option, which is fine. But it adds to the complexity of the planning for the client and it adds to the complexity of the organization for you to manage. And there's more holes for things to fall through. So I was trying to eliminate those holes, man. I was tired of forgetting things and that was just worked out the best for us. So, um, 
so that is it for the the packages versus a la carte. You've really got to figure out what's going to work best for you and your clients. What is most attractive for your business model? And then organize, you know, stick to that three three package rule. Stick to a three package rule or as less, the less packages, the better um, in general. So, all right, that is it, guys. Hope you have a nice week and I will talk to you later. Do you know another venue owner, event professional, or maybe an entrepreneur that you think will benefit from this podcast? Why don't you share it with them and help me inspire others? Stay informed by following or subscribing to this podcast. You'll be notified each time an episode is posted. You can also follow me for more tips and inspiration on Instagram at Elegantly Unclamorous Podcast or on our website at ElegantlyUnclamorous.com. I'll see you next time.